This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So uh, there's only one thing that I love more than Marketing Geeks, Justin. You know what that is? I have no idea. It's more Marketing Geeks. And uh, here's, here's the dilemma that I have found myself in uh, as of late, because uh, number one, uh, I don't know if uh, our seven listeners have noticed, but our show's quality has risen about two clicks, just like one, two. And uh, part of the reason is we're starting to take this more seriously, uh, but, uh, and, and our caliber of guests have gone up. In fact, the, we, we, we have some guests that are coming up in the next few shows that are going to be unreal. But one of the things that, you know, the, the, the interviews are so great and they, uh, because you are such a great co-host and you ask the right questions. But one of the things that I've noticed is that we haven't had a chance to go over some of the news and a lot of people come to us, believe it or not, to keep updated on marketing news. So uh, I, had a, I had an idea. An epiphany. And uh, an epiphany, if you will, that involved a lot of mushrooms. And what well, this I would hope so. Was, Most epiphanies <laughs> do. <laughs> so, uh, well, they were, they were, uh, they were actually uh, chanterelles, man. So, you know, whatever. Mm. Uh, I mean, I get mushrooms on my pizza every time. So. Yeah, yeah. But, I, um, but uh, what, what happened was uh, I was thinking about like, the fact that, that people are missing out on some of our news updates, some of the things that we talk about, some of geek news. And so we are going to split this show into two separate entities because sometimes if we talk about news on certain shows – then the uh, the interviews become dated, and we want them to be what they call in the marketing business evergreen interviews. And so uh, what we have decided is that we are going to have two shows, and the first show will come out on Monday, and that's going to be your news for the week. So it's just going to be news updates. Around Monday. Around Monday. Around <laughs> Monday-ish. We're going to try, Monday -ish. Gonna try and be consistent. <laughs> Monday-ish. We both got kids. You know how that goes. And then um, Thursday-ish, we are going to release our interviews. And so we will separate this too. So if you don't like us talking about geek news, if you don't want to hear like updates to Google's algorithm and, and Facebook movies. marketing. Or movies. Or movies. If you don't want to hear any of that garbage, just skip to the Thursday episode. Listen to the fine interviews that we do. If you don't want to hear us uh, gleaning knowledge from really smart people, then uh, just listen to our, uh, you know, to our, to our news segments on Monday. And if you don't want to do either one of those, uh, no one's forcing you to listen to the show, Jack. And I'm talking <laughs> to you, buddy Escalante. You know who you are. <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't know buddy Escalante. i don't even know how to respond but i love it i love oh, it yeah so uh anyway welcome to the new and improved marketing geeks First of all, I want to give a big uh, shout out to uh, my lovely wife, Iris, who's been handling all the social media. If you uh, want to send her an email, just go to our website, marketinggeekspodcast.com, uh, or you can go, like, reach us through social media, talk to her. But before we get into news, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to talk about uh, marketing stuff and uh, Marvel Phase 4. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. So uh, should we do the marketing thing first or should we talk about uh, uh, Marvel well, Phase 4? What do you... Actually, before we even get think? into any of that, let's talk about the webinar that's coming up this coming Wednesday. No, no. Oh, no, no we have to talk what? about that. Yeah, we got to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's bring it up here. So uh, this coming Wednesday, for those of you that are interested in exploring podcasting on your own, you want to, uh, you want to start your own show. Maybe you don't have a good, maybe you don't have a solid background in technology. Uh, the beauty of podcasting right now is that it's easier than ever before to start your own podcast, even if you suck at technology, even if you could barely use a smart device. There are ways of making this so simple that even an Andros can do it. Go on. <laughs> so uh, on our webinar, we're, so this coming Wednesday, again, it's going to be July 31st, 2019, depending on what year you're listening to this in. Um, and it's going to be at 1130 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's my time zone. I'm in California. Uh, and we are going to be covering some fantastic information that just let, again, if you want to launch a podcast or if you already have a podcast, and you just want to grow your show and you want to figure out how to attract top level guests, kind of like we're doing here with the Marketing Geeks, or you want to learn how you can even bring sponsors on the show, uh, also something that we do uh, pretty well here on the, on the show, uh, we are going to cover those various topics and it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're even going to have time to do uh, a short live Q&A if you're able to make it live on the show. Uh, even if you can't make it live, I would suggest going to the website, which the website to register is going to be podcastmasterycourse.com. Again, podcastmasterycourse.com. Go there. It'll take you to a registration page. And even if you can't make it live, register because we're going to have a limited replay available for about a week afterwards. And you will only get access to the replay if you've registered for the session. So uh, the only so there's only there's actually two ways you can get access to the replay. Number one, you can do it for free by registering in advance, and you'll have a seven day access to the replay. Number two, if you donate five dollars to the show a month, you are automatically granted access to every webinar replay that we do as a special bonus to all of our donors, and uh, we love all of our donors on the show. And we're and we're gonna start we're gonna start like here's here's the thing. This is legit. Uh, you know. Uh, I, I have gone through, in the course of this recording, because we've been doing this now for just about a year, uh, in the course of recording the show... More than eight. We started in June, so we're, we're in incredible. July, man. So it's, it's our one-year one anniversary. Like months. Yeah. I, I have to say, I've gone through the biggest shift in my life in this in this year, and this show is, is part of it. And so... Uh, I didn't, you know, if you, if you haven't listened from the beginning, Justin and I, we really did just start this as a goof just to say like, yeah, we've done the podcast thing. We didn't expect anything to happen from it. We didn't expect seven listeners, for instance, we didn't expect yeah, that. that. That was beyond our wildest dreams. Yeah. But then when, when we got six, we were like, oh my God, we're onto something. And then we had seven. We're like, okay, time to, time to really. And then all of a sudden sponsors started coming on the show and they're like, they're like, they have they were blown away. We're like seven. They're like, really? And then and we got, we showed them the, we showed them the numbers and yeah. they were like, okay, we'll, we'll sponsor you. And then after the seventh listener, uh, we had some guests come on that were actually some top level guests. And, and we have recorded at the, at the time of this recording, we have recorded some new episodes with some bigger guests. 
it, I mean, it keeps getting bigger and bigger. Eventually, I I just want to I just want to maybe have like Charlie Sheen or Gary Busey on the show. <laughs> it could well, happen. it's funny you mentioned that, Andros, because uh, one of our geek stories I want to cover. This is like a mix of like geek marketing and tech story. Is a website that I recently discovered called Cameo. Now, what is Cameo, you might ask? Well, Cameo.com is a website where washed-up celebrities will give you shout-outs for money. It sounds too good to be true, though, right? It does. It does. And 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 <laughs> so he said, no, this is true. So he sent me the link. I'm like, it's no not way. just washed up celebrities. It's not it, just it, washed up celebrities, but I like to say that. It it, it turns <laughs> out you you can get like Gilbert Gottfried or Ice T or uh you know Sean Astin. Andy Dick. Like, you can get Andy Dick. You can get uh I mean, these are actually some decent names. Chris yeah. Hansen, like yeah. oh no, it's Chris Hansen. And the and guy, the guy to catch a predator. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and a variety of other D-list celebrities who Corey just, Feldman. Right. Corey Feldman, come on. People who need to Dan like, Margera. They, you know, <laughs> there's like people who need drug money, and this is a nice way to fill that need. I'm not saying that anyone's doing them. You know, who are, you know, but, but I'm just saying sometimes that, sometimes that happens. Yeah, you draw your own conclusions. You draw your own conclusions. I will. I will. I'm very judgmental. Uh, so, uh, anyway, we've got a, we've, uh, we've got a couple of, uh, interesting, uh, things. Go check out cameo.com. And in fact, uh, if you, if, if you find that there's a celebrity that you would like us to do a shout out to marketing geeks, uh, let us know. And we may actually, we're considering uh, hiring Gilbert Godfrey. We're, we're definitely, yeah. I want to, I want to bring in Gilbert Godfrey to do like a rant on the marketing geeks. I think that'd be totally worth I, I think it would be so worthwhile. So uh, if you, if, unless you uh, good listeners say no, but. Uh, and if you want, if you want us to put our beautiful faces on cameo at, and you guys want to pay us $10 for shout outs, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should charge $10 to do it. I don't know. Oh, I would totally do you it. You tell free, us man. listeners, you tell us all seven of you. <laughs> so uh, we've got some marketing news. I want to, I want to save the uh, Marvel phase four uh, for a little bit further out because I want to get into just some marketing stuff just to keep people up to date on what's been happening this week. Cause there has been some interesting uh, things. For instance, uh, Facebook search ad text is extending to more accounts. So uh, Facebook has been testing the option to place ads in newsfeed and marketplace search results since December, but it's been a kind of a beta test. So now they're, uh, uh, they're finally opening it up to everybody. So now when you go and search something on Facebook, your ad should pop up. And the uh, the question is, is that relevant to anybody nowadays? I don't know. I mean, I, I have so much, such mixed feelings <laughs> about Facebook. What do you think? But I, I, I think that, hang on a second. Sorry about that. Uh, I think that. I think that Facebook is still relevant. So I know that you hate Facebook and I know that there are valid reasons for people to hate Facebook. Uh, but the reality is there's still around 200 million active United States users that are on the platform. It's still a place where people hang out. And as long as people spend time there, it's going to be an essential component of marketing. So, uh, I mean, maybe it changes. I mean, there were a lot of, it's, it's weathered the storm and a lot of these scandals. If you've watched the stock at all, it's actually higher than uh, pre like Cambridge Analytica. Now it's now past where it was before that scandal. Yeah. Crazy. yeah. yeah. And you know why, you know why, and this is the second, uh, story about Facebook is because Facebook was hit with, uh, an enormous fine because of Cambridge Analytica 
And the fine actually was not that big. It was uh, just a uh, a five billion dollar fine. Yeah. It's a it's is, a huge uh, huge fine. But when you consider the, the what what could have been, when you consider like worst case scenarios, five billion. A lot of people are calling this a slap on the wrist. I don't. I wouldn't go as far as call it a slap on the wrist because five. I mean, maybe I'm just thinking in terms of like in relation to my current bank account. But uh, if five billion is a lot of money, but again, like it could have been so much worse. So the stock's actually been reacting favorably to this news because again, it could have. I mean, it could have been the disaster. It could have been the, the end of the company. I mean, that that's like the real yeah. uh, nightmare scenario that could have happened. Yeah, and uh, I I believe that. You know, it's, it's, look, I mean, you're, you don't have many things that you own in this world, but one of the things that you own is your own personal data, but you don't, you really don't. And uh, I've been reluctant to even do like DNA testing because in the same way that when I put all of my pictures and data on MySpace and eventually it was sold for scrap iron, right? And so, uh, you know, that eventually like a marketing company ended up buying it for nothing and just scraped all the data just marketing data and just used it for parts. That's it. I mean, so we're, uh, we're in an interesting era when it comes to privacy, because, um, I mean, I think the younger generation and, and I, I'm, a, I'm among the borderline younger generation. Um, I'm, I'm actually considered a millennial. So I mean, I'm proud to say that I'm, a, I'm barely a millennial, but I'm in that millennial category. Barely. Uh, but uh, yeah, and I, I would say that I don't value privacy the way that previous generations did uh, to the same level. I mean, I, I do think that there some privacy is important. Um, I think we're, we're starting to get that. We're starting to find out what the upper echelon of my tolerance is. And I think of a lot of people because we're really getting into this strange era where our smart speakers are listening to our everyday conversations. Our, um, our phones are somehow picking up the audio that we say and like advertisements seem to be coming up just from verbal things that we've said, not from places we've searched. And we're, we're in verbal a, cues, verbal cues. We're in an era where things are getting pretty, uh, pretty creepy in terms of, uh, of privacy. Uh, I saw that there was a, a cool documentary that just released on Netflix. I have not watched it yet. I don't even remember the name of the title, but they, they cover Cambridge Analytica in the movie just from the trailer. And they cover just a lot about just the power of, uh, of data how these internet companies are, um, I mean, the, um, the amount of psychological profiling and data that they're collecting on you, it, it's, kind of, uh, it's kind of pretty shocking what's coming down the pipe. But you know what they don't have on yeah. us yet that they're about to? Hmm. They can't read our thoughts yet. But thanks to Elon Musk and his company Neuralink, that will soon be a thing of the past because Elon Musk is in a rush. Go on. <laughs> He's in a rush to bring Neuralink to market where we will soon be able to implant brain chips directly into the brain. Now, if this were something like in the matrix where I had a conversation with a friend where I'm like, oh, you know, if I could download Kung Fu skills and because I have a brain chip, sign me up. But if it's just like, I don't know, I don't even know what it's going to do really, because I, I could see it's like you could have access to information faster or maybe, I mean, does it, does it actually like beam thoughts into your head? I mean, will it make me like schizophrenic well, without having the, without having the disorder? All of the above. I mean, I'm sure that, you know, you'll be walking down the street and suddenly you'll want a Starbucks coffee and you don't know why, right? Uh, or you'll want to drink a Coca-Cola and you don't even like Coca-Cola. But, uh, but I, I, I mean, this is, this is the thing that's really interesting. I have two sides of this with Elon Musk. Because on the one hand, uh, it's not a matter of if this happens. This is when this happens, right? This is Pong to say, 
uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, right? This is like the, the amount of, of time it's going to take before we have full on neural implants. And, and I'm not going to get version one. I might get version <laughs> four. You know, I don't know. But, uh, but, but there's an interesting thing with Elon Musk because I, I am of the firm belief that the human race is, is in this stage of growth that we have never really been to before, where we are starting to see things in a more holographic manner. And the only way, and one of the reasons that there's so much turmoil on the planet right now is because we are up against the reality that we can no longer see each other as like those guys over there and us over here, and we've got to protect our environment. We are all living on this planet. We've all got to get along. No one's going anywhere unless you try and kill off a bunch of people, which some people are attempting to do. But that's not ultimately what our destiny is as a human race. Our destiny as a human race is to leave this planet. And the only way that we're going to leave this planet is two two types of technology will make that happen. One is internet for free for everybody in the world. So everyone can have an education and everyone can uh, participate in the global marketplace, right? So Elon Musk has launched these satellites, these small mini satellites into suborbit. So you can, ideally he wants to have like an internet service provider of his own, but if he were able to give away free internet to everyone on the planet and it's unfiltered and uncensored, that's going to open up knowledge to everyone in the world right so that's that's number one so the small girl in afghanistan the only risk to all of this is whether or not 5g is some kind of deadly radiation like some i don't know if it's a conspiracy theory or what you would call it but there's a lot of stories about how 5g radiation which is coming right now or being i think it's already being released uh is a, a lot more dangerous than prior waves that have been floating in the air in terms of uh you know potentially causing disease things like that so I guess we're just going to find possible. out. I guess we're just going to all find out on our own because we're not going to yeah. really have control over whether it happens or not. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. But the, but the only way that we're going to be free is a human race is free internet for everybody. And the second thing is to have a type of neural implant that I will be able to literally feel what someone else is feeling anywhere in the world. And I'll be able to tune into that the way I'd be able to call somebody. You know, and if I can feel what another person's experience is and I get free internet, that's going to change <laughs> our species. Yes, that absolutely will. Uh, I'm reading like about this version one brain implant. And from what I understand, like all you're really getting is the ability to control like your cell phone, probably your television from your mind. So it's like uh, this way you don't have to look for the remote anymore. I can just change the channel with my brain. I can just turn my phone on and off with my brain. <laughs> Dude, I've been doing that for years. <laughs> I just don't, so I don't really see, I don't think they, it's like you said, it's like, this is Pong. This is Pong for brain chips. And there's so much, yeah. there's so much room for growth because I mean, if you can wow. augment the mind with a computer, the potential is limitless on what really could happen. But this just sounds like, it's just like, we want to get something to market. We want to show that we're like starting the process, but we're way far from making it anything of that much value. Well, I, uh, all I can say is, uh, I'll wait till version three, but, uh, and, and that said, I also, it makes me wonder, like, are we living in an artificial reality? Because uh, all of this stuff that's happening, right? Eventually we're going to get to the point where reality is so real in a, in, in a simulation that we won't be able to tell reality from reality. Right. I mean, we, we, we will be, it'll be like the matrix. We'll be in it. It'll feel, everything will feel and, uh, and smell and sound real, but it'll all be a simulation. 
So I, 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 I'm literally 80% certain that we are in a simulation. Our our good friend that we've been talking about, Elon Musk has gone on record as saying that he believes it is more probable than not that we are in a simulation than not in a simulation at this very time. It's very, but that, that, that leads to this question. If you found out you were in a simulation, what would you do differently? Well, I still, I would want to know the rules. Cause I mean, any simulation has got rules. Like, you know, the rules. if you die in the you, matrix, you, you die in real life. So do, if I die here, do I die in real right. life? And that is, I don't know the rules. I don't yes. know the rules. Well, the game is over. The game is over, but you know, the rules, you got to work, you got to make money. You got to try and get ahead. You got to deal with like, you know, and, and the big boss is of course, like, you know, the situation that you're in, you got to like climb above it, rise above. Right. Uh, so, uh, I I guess that, I guess politics get you down when you say this like this, I guess that knowledge would probably make me play a little bit differently. Um, uh, but it it probably in negative ways though, if you, if you like, if I knew that this was like all simulation, you know, I I would probably, which is bad. I shouldn't even say this, but I probably be, have less hesitation, like, you know, hurting others to gain to for my own gain, things like that, which are not behaviors that I want to reinforce. (laughs) I mean, like, you know what I mean though? Like in terms of like profiting at somebody else's expense. Like I, I prefer to be more empathic and not take a route like that. But if all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wait a minute, you're just a simulation. Maybe I think of you differently. <laughs> they're not. They're, they're also, they're also characters. Yeah. But you, you know, know they they're can, they're all going to get out of the simulation one day too. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I wouldn't change a thing. I would keep, I would keep, I, I think the game's going pretty well for me right now. So I, uh, well, I maybe, maybe I shouldn't find out that we're in a simulation then so I can control my ethics. <laughs> I better not tell you. I better not tell you the truth then. You're not ready. You're not ready for the for the red pill. Uh T-Mobile and Sprint are merging. And uh, the merger has been approved by the Justice Department. Uh probably because uh T-Mobile and Sprint uh are not part of uh like MSNBC and the CNN networks. So that's probably why that happened. <laughs> that's, but, why they, uh, that's why they allowed uh, to go through. <laughs> That's why it was allowed. Uh, T-Mobile and Sprint. Now think about this, folks. They're, like, th- th- this is multi-leveled. If you and I want to break this down because what you were talking about, five G, uh, the internet. There is something so amazingly huge happening that that most people don't really quite get. Amazon. Most internet traffic. Most internet traffic goes through Amazon servers. If it's in uh, North America and parts of Europe. Uh, they've made a huge business out of doing, uh, like cloud computing and, and data, uh, big data solutions. And so, uh, major platforms are hosted on Amazon servers. And, uh, meanwhile, T-Mobile and Sprint are in, uh, they're working together to get a 5G network going. Also, Verizon is getting their own 5G network going. Cisco has some systems to uh, get their uh, a 5G network going. And also Huawei, which uh, if you've been following what's happening with the Chinese trade war, some of this has to do with the 5G network that they've already employed in China. Because uh, one of the byproducts of having this 5G network is that you are able to control the types of data that come through this type of network. So what we're talking about is the future of the internet, the, the entire internet and how we communicate is being decided by these small, by, by these, by these companies, uh, you know, T-Mobile and Sprint, Verizon, Huawei, uh, Cisco, Amazon, that's it basically. And then of course you have like, Google and Facebook kind of running their systems on the internet. But if, if you control how the internet runs and the type of data that can be decoded through those servers, man, uh, you, you control everything. 
right? Knowledge is uh, information is uh, power. So it, it, this is kind of a big deal. And uh, I, I don't know what to do about it. I mean, I can't. Yeah, like, that's, that's the thing. A lot of these things are like freaking sprint bill. They're at such like a high level already that it's like, yeah, what, what can you do about it? Um, except make the best of it, man. Make the best of your little simulation life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Be a marketer. Be, a be the marketer. best marketer you be can the be. Best damn marketer yeah. you can be. I love that. Well, meanwhile, T-Mobile CEO says that Verizon's 5G plan is, quote, fake, clueless, and dead in the water. So it seems like the T-Mobile CEO <laughs> is flaming the uh, the Verizon uh, plan. I don't know that much about it, uh, but maybe we can have like a one of these guys on. Maybe we could have a, the, the uh, a T-Mobile guy and a Verizon guy on. Yeah, at the same time. Do like a Thunderdome. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, I, I want to start yeah. doing that. I want to get people on different sides of different issues that hate each other, and, and we're, we play moderator. That's what I want. Oh, I thought that was just our show on a normal basis. Like, <laughs> well, me and you, you know, yeah. we need somebody in between. Without us. a monitor. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we got distance. I'm in the Netherlands. That's true. Here That's and, good. Yeah. yeah. Do we really have distance yeah. though? I mean, because if we're in a simulation, uh, I could be sitting right next to you holding your hand for all you know. You could. I, I don't think you're even rendered right now, man. I think it's just your voice is like, you know, they don't need to waste computer power on you because you're just a voice right now. Man, it's pretty cold. But I'm it's pretty I, cold. I will yeah. not confirm or deny it's if it, I know it, that it's true. Yeah, you better live with it. Um, so uh, tell me tell me uh, something. A year ago, you made a, an investment that did not pay off because you're a movie buff. <laughs> I made several investments you a year ago about that? that did not pay off. Um, but one of the... You want to you, you talk about this? Yeah, I, I mean, actually, I'll tell you this. My, my last like three or four forays into the penny stock market have been disastrous. They have been disastrous. But of... of of the big, uh, uh, the big one that was, uh, was documented well on this show <laughs> was my investment in the movie pass <laughs> company. And I knew that it was a cash bleeder. Trust me. I knew that, it, that like the, the invest, the model didn't make a lot of financial sense, but I thought that the data would be so valuable that somebody would come in and pay a lot of money just for the data of what they were tracking because they were getting like all these people were using movie pass. Apparently I was wrong. The data didn't matter or it, it didn't matter enough. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, I lost like 99% of my money. That stock did rig multiple or did a reverse split and dropped like 99% of its value. I mean, it's like, I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> it's, uh, well, you, well, you got a second chance for, for movie pass. You know why? Why? Cause Regal cinemas is launching an unlimited movie subscription service. What's the, and what's the price point? What's the price point here? 18 bucks a month. Right, 18 right. bucks a month. I could do that. I could do that. And uh, unfortunately, the, the only challenging part is this, this whole work thing makes it hard to like go to movies. And then having a child, I guess I just, just got to go by myself. Like, I, I, like during the day, I'm just going to wake up every morning, drop the kid off at daycare, go straight to the movies by myself. And man, that's going to be my new life. Thank you, Regal. Yeah, well, if <laughs> if I were to break the news to you that you actually were living in a simulation, I know that's what you'd be doing. That's right. <laughs> i wouldn't feel well, guilty uh, about either i, I actually <laughs> i have i have uh an, they actually offer them here in the netherlands for uh, a chain called pathé and i have one of those it's uh 20 like 29 and it includes all the imax 3d and they even have these uh uh like the ride where you sit in the chair the oh, yeah, xd yeah. that mm -hmm. you know moves around i did that it felt like some like it, it felt like going to a movie and someone was just kicking the back of my chair for an hour and a half i thought it was really it was, it was really cool was when fun. star tours did it when i was like 
eight years old. Um, nowadays, yeah. though, I, I don't need to do that at a movie. Like, I, I mean, because what is it really? It's not even yeah, properly. It, the movie's not filmed with the intention of having a rumble chair. So, I mean, you're just like the, the music gets a tense and it just rumbles a little bit. It doesn't even add anything. I mean, it's, it's just like you just shake. Well, <laughs> well, Star Tours, Star Tours was three and a half minutes. This is an hour and a half. And the one, the one that I went to the other day, I went to go see Toy Story. It, it was uh, one of the newer, like fully immersive. It actually did, did like steam and snow and like really rocked cool. back and yeah. forth. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it, it, it's, uh, which was, now which was also something that, that I first, uh, something I first experienced at Disneyland also was, I think they did that with, uh, well, Captain EO was the Michael Jackson one where it was more, mostly just 3d, mm. but when they replaced Captain EO, yeah. they put in, I think they had like a honey, I shrunk the kids or something in there. And they, that was the first time I had where they yeah. had like water spray on you and they had like smells in the, in the theater. And like, that was pretty cool. So I, I think there's potential cool. there. It's just, I think the, the cost won't justify the, uh, the experience. It won't, it won't be profitable. No, enough. no, I, 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 I probably won't go back. Now the IMAX, the IMAX theater that they have here, they have this love seat. Like you can, you, th- here's, here's how it works here. You can actually predetermine your seat. You can pre-order your seat. So they have love seats right in the big IMAX theater. Uh, I saw Lion King, which is technically one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. It's unbelievably good. Uh, just from the standpoint of like visually, it's, it's like the, the CGI is beyond anything. Do they I've serve mayonnaise seen. on your French fries uh, in the movie the, theater? They cover that shit, man. I got, I, that's, that's, <laughs> and you know what they also do? They serve you, they serve you a glass of beer. I'm not talking, I'm talking like a glass and some beer. So a glass of beer. It's just a little bit different there. Royale with cheese. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, you have your second chance, man, to do your unlimited subscription and, uh, you know, it's like, basically it's come down to this. Uh, the theaters are basically the Netflix of movies, right? So you pay your prescriptions, your subscription service to, to that type of Netflix. And then you got your Netflix and then you've got your Disney plus. Um, so it's all yeah. the whole world's an app. And I, I and, think, uh, uh, you know, as VR rolls out, I've seen some of these VR apps now that are coming out that are like simulating the theater experience. And that actually kind of makes sense to me, like, because I think there is something I, I do kind of find comfort in being in a movie theater. But if I had if I had a VR system that made me like feel like I'm in a movie theater, I, I think I'd be satisfied with that, uh, except for that people that can sneak up on me. And I don't know that they're coming. That's the only problem. Yeah, that's why VR porn will never happen, because uh, <laughs> because mom could be standing there for 10 cause... minutes straight. <laughs> No, no. What would happen is mom would come in, deliver the sandwich and walk out. And then like you take off the VR glasses, your pants are down around your ankles. You look down and there's a sandwich in front of and you. And you and you're just like, take a bite. oh, shit. You just take a bite of shame. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, you know, and one thing I, I'd like to find out, because this is an interesting thing. If, number one, is it going to raise the amount of people that are going to go to the movies? And number two, those pre-roll movie uh, videos that play before the movie, because that's all advertising. Used to be you would go into a movie, you would talk to your friends, and then the preview would start. But no, now you go in and there's like commercials rolling through the whole thing, which I find very distracting. But you have people's attention. So uh, there is advertising space. However, there. with the advent of these uh, uh, purchasing the seats in advance and, and, uh, and, and almost all the theaters now have like you, you pick your seats before you, uh, before you attend, people are coming later and later and they're just skipping the trailers. Like I, I, went to, uh, I went to see Spider-Man not too long ago and there was only like three people in the theater until like the third preview hit. And then all of a sudden everybody started rolling in. It was, it was pretty, I was pretty surprised 
at how many people like have, have actually perfected this and they're uh People just don't want to sit in front of ads anymore and you don't need to anymore because you get all these trailers that you want on YouTube or on, on the internet now. So like it used to be when I was young that I looked forward to trailers because that was the only time I would experience a seeing clips of a new movie. Uh, now it's like I've already seen these because they're on uh, they're a higher definition on, That's on right. the internet and I, you know, I don't need to see them again. So it's just a waste of time. That's now. right. That's right. Yeah. So. Interesting. It's just how our, our habits are in the middle of uh, changing. Now, uh, for those of you who listened to our uh, Angie Gensler episode a couple of weeks back, who was the Pinterest expert, this uh, and you found the Pinterest thing interesting. If you haven't heard it, I recommend you go back. Highly and recommend to it. that one. No, we've uh, had some Pin- really, really positive feedback from that episode and from her work. So if you have not listened to that one and you have any interest in growing a social media following, uh, even if you don't think Pinterest fits with your market, you might be surprised by what you hear in that episode. So I would highly suggest going back to listen to that one. Actually, it was so uh, eye-opening to me that the next kind of the next level of marketing geeks that we're going to step into here in a second involves some of those techniques. But uh, so this will involve uh, all of you Pinterest people. If you haven't used Pinterest marketing, uh, then don't worry about it. You're missing out. But if you do, Uh, Pinterest has a new mobile ad tool that lets you create and manage campaigns from your phone. This is from Marketing Land. Uh, Advertisers will be able to promote pins from their business accounts right from the mobile devices. So basically, before, if you wanted to do an ad campaign, you had to, uh, you know, do it from a desktop and now you can do it directly from mobile. And this is kind of interesting to me because what this, uh, what this says is that so many more people are are not using desktops as much. And in fact, uh, Iris needed a new computer. I told her to just get a Chromebook because uh, she did need a laptop. But uh, I asked her, like, what do you do on on a computer that you don't do on your cell phone? Like, is there anything that you, any programs that you run? She was like, nope. So we got her a Chromebook, which is just, you know. Yeah, the, uh, I mean, the only reason you really need a only. laptop these days is for multimedia editing. And that's, um, and that's if you're doing that yourself. So, right. You and I need one because we do a lot of media. No, yeah, editing, we, we use media. We do editing. We need memory. Don't. So we, we don't yeah. have the, we don't have that memory availability on a phone. And then just like, you know, hooking up a microphone to a, uh, to a small little cellular phone is not quite uh, ideal. Right. But anyway, it's, it's just kind of interesting that, uh, when you think about, you know, when you do your advertising, when you do your marketing, when you do your website building, all of it has to really be mobile first, mobile and, first, mobile and expect first. a lot more from you, Pinterest because Pinterest just went public. Like within the last, I want to say two months, they just went public uh, as a company. So Pinterest went public, um, and they, I, I think Uber did their. Did they do their IPO yet? I think Uber Uber went public this year. Pinterest went public this year, uh, and which means that they're now at the mercy of shareholders for. Uh, for better or worse, but because Pinterest has built up their reputation for so long and they've been cautious with the way they started this ad program, I, I see big things for them. And I think it's a great time to get involved with Pinterest right now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's really, it's a popular, um, uh, type of platform and, and a lot of people don't, don't realize that they can leverage and it. I would in invest a, in their in stock, but I don't want to curse the company. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. So, uh, don't invest in it. And then everyone else, you, as soon as I do invest in it, I'll let you know so that you could take your money out. (laughs) Uh, 
So Instagram seems like uh, it's increased its ad load. This is again from Marketing Land. Um, it seems like uh, that marketers have reported as many as one in four posts are now ads. And advertisers say demand is leading to more ads on Instagram newsfeed, particularly for users who have a history of engaging with ads. So, uh, so if you have an Instagram account, I actually am getting rid of all my Facebook owned content and apps from my phone. So you, in fact, I just told you to get onto signal because signal is end to end encryption, not owned by uh, Facebook, like WhatsApp is, and it gives you, uh, it gives you a bit more anonymity. No one's like looking at the, at the text to sell you shit, but, uh, but but uh, Instagram is, of course, really, it's just an advertising platform that allows you to do something cool on it. But it looks like they're they're feeding more ads to people. So if you engage with ads, then you're going to get more ads. That, that's interesting. I had so not I, heard about that ad feedback loop. That's new to me. So, yeah. So engaging yeah. with ads actually gives you more ads. It's kind of, a, that's interesting, but it makes sense. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah. If you... You know, it's like uh, I don't engage with uh, my uh, dear friend Douglas anymore once he uh, started subscribing to uh, conspiracy theories that made no sense. And at first I would engage with him on, on Facebook. This is what this was actually the thing that made me go, I'm getting off of Facebook. But what forever. if he told you, what, was, if he's like, what if he's like, you know what, your simulation theory makes no sense. What would you say to that? Well, that, then... <laughs> then it, I would have to engage. I would have to like engage with them, man. Cause fuck you. No, I, no but here's the thing. Uh, I, I, I started engaging with him about like the dumbest things, like just like, you know, and he'd be like, well, what's the source for that? So I'd have to like, here's the source for that, man. This is like, well, that's fake news. No, it's like a, it's in the court document, man. Uh, but, but the, 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 the problem is, is that I, it was annoying me, but he kept popping up in my newsfeed and I kept popping up in his. So I would post something and then there he was again. And I was just like, oh, to hell with this. So I, I want to just uh, I wanna briefly bring I, this up I, because I think this is one of the coolest things that Facebook has rolled out recently is the ability to snooze people. So if you have people that you don't, you're not quite ready to cut full ties with them, but you, you're just like sick of seeing them pop up in your feed. You can actually snooze people for, I think it's 60 days now. Um, if you like right click on them and you just snooze those profiles. So I, I've started doing that for a few people that if I feel like their content is just, you know, not interesting enough or not interesting to me. And I'm, I don't necessarily want to cut them off as a friend on Facebook, but I need a break. It's a nice little uh, feature they've added. Yeah. I, you know what? Another good way to snooze people is just, leave. just don't just engage leave. with the platform. <laughs> yeah. and then leave the platform. Well, I'm not going to do that. And I, I understand uh, your logic and I think it's, it's, I have nothing against you leaving the platform. I just, uh, I, I myself am not planning on doing that. Yeah, well, you, you could take the take the grenade for both of us. <laughs> uh, Spider Man has uh, hit one billion dollars at the box office, which was actually a bet that uh, apparently I don't know where I read this, but you can quote me on it because uh, I read it on the internet. Uh, that that uh, if Marvel didn't pass a billion dollars with Spider Man Far From Home the rights would revert back to Sony for Spider-Man. I've heard this story and, and I've uh, also heard that the story is not true. I, and I, I've never seen a source to confirm whether it's true or not, but I've, I've definitely heard the same story, uh, but they did it. So it doesn't matter if it's true or not. Uh, I hope that means that we are definitely yeah. getting a Spider-Man three because it's going to be really awkward if we don't. Oh, the way they ended Spider-Man Far From Home was great. And uh, the, there's definitely going to be a Spider-Man three. You make a billion dollars at the box office. They're going to make uh 
you know, you're going to have. And this is lot, actually the uh, the things. highest grossing of all the Spider-Man movies. Now, this one became the highest of yeah. all. Uh, actually, yeah. one more thing. I, We're talking about grosses and movies. Avatar was finally passed up by Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame is now the number one movie worldwide of all time. Um, in actually the number one movie worldwide. Yeah, for the uh, yeah, it passed it passed Avatar in the in the original release. Like if if you if you go side by side with the original releases, it passed Avatar, and then with after the re-release, it also passed Avatar. Huh. However, well, Avatar will then re-release a second time, and then they're gonna we're just gonna play we're just gonna play back and forth for a while here. <laughs> I, I actually read a quote from uh, James Cameron, and he said, "If you hated the first Avatar when you saw it." You'll uh, you'll hate these ones if you liked the first Avatar when you uh, when you saw it, but saw it again and didn't like it. You're probably going to like these ones, and if you liked Avatar, you're definitely going to love these ones. So I don't know. What that means. <laughs> Interesting. I don't yeah. really know how to interpret that. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. But uh, uh, I, you know who who does know how to interpret things really well? An interpreter? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, baby! It is the return of the Sex Robot Report. It's been a while. Mm. It's been a while. The most controversial you know segment in so- all of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's so controversial that we had like one or two people complain about it in comments. We did. We had one person who didn't like this. So we stopped doing the sex robot report for that person. But then I realized, you know what? I got to be me. And I got to report the sex robot report. So check this out. Sex robots now have, quote, foreplay mode. Where users can virtually seduce dolls. Well, it's about time. What do you think about it's that? About time. Yeah. Uh, Realbotics again. Uh, is that is that Brick? Who, is that Brick's uh, company? Their, is that good old Brick's company? That's Brick's Brick doll bangers company. Uh, has launched a quote private room with its sex robot app, where users can take their relationship to the next level. Uh, in the hopes of making sex with robots as lifelike as possible, one sex doll company has launched a foreplay mode. Realbotics has launched a new mode within the Real Doll X app. Oh man, I gotta get that. See, like, you know, do I have to have a sex doll in order to use the app? I don't know. Yeah. Can I use it like on my, like with my phone, just my phone in general? Like, turn my phone into a sex robot? Profound questions. Profound. Cool. Profound. Yeah. Yeah. The app uh, features virtual version of the Harmony sex robot, which can give users different personas, body shapes and wardrobes and even voices. Now it's launched a privacy room where the app uh, can take users in the, into a relationship mode and take it next level. Oh, wow. So you can basically. And, and yeah, it can do different voices. Like, so, man, well, that's great. Mix it up with the voices. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Boy, it's everything a boy can want. <laughs> can you do a British I, I accent I, I, now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know what? Maybe in the grand scheme of things, this might be good. Because maybe this will treat, teach 
men who have trouble interacting with women a way to actually talk with women. No, it's not going to do any of that shit. It, we're doomed. <laughs> and with that. And on that high note. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, another fine episode of the Sex Robot Report. Um, special thanks to Pottington Bear for that uh, fine piece of music. So uh, finally, uh, two things. Number one, uh, last social media story of the day. LinkedIn rolls out a new feature to help small business owners promote their service offerings. So uh, uh, small to mid-sized business owners can now highlight the services they offer directly on their profile page. So this is a new thing. So it uh, basically gives you, uh, instead of just telling you what your business does, you can actually have a list of what your company offers. So it's kind of getting into like the freelance model a little bit. So like if you go to like a Fiverr or something, people will hire mm-hmm. you directly through a site like that. So I think I think LinkedIn wants to take some of that freelance, uh, some of that freelance money. Got to take some of that freelance money. <laughs> hey, that, if there's uh, internet money on the table, you got to get that internet money. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and finally, finally, we want to talk about something very important. Very dear to our The hearts. most important very thing. Very dear to our hearts. Yeah, this is like, this could actually change the whole shape of America as we know it. And what we're talking about, of course, is Marvel Studios phase four of the MCU. And uh, they announced it at uh, Comic-Con just recently. There's a few Comic-Con announcements. We'll get into the highlights. But uh, just to go over what the uh, MCU has planned, if you don't know, uh, Black Widow is coming out on uh, May 1st, 2020, followed by Disney Plus Vulcan and Winter uh, Soldier. Vulcan show. The Falcon? TV show. Falcon. Falcon, sorry. Not, <laughs> it's a crossover event with Star Trek. Uh, the uh, Vulcan and Winter uh, Soldier show, which is going to be basically like a, like, like a movie, right? But it's a series. And then uh, followed by The Eternals, uh, on November 6th, 2020. In February 12th, we're going to have Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings, which is... You know what's uh, interesting about that movie that the, they announced? Because um, I'm not familiar with Shang-Chi's character like at all. However, what's interesting is they announced that they're going to bring back the Mandarin for that movie, but the real Mandarin. So for those of you that actually are fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU you may have realized that Iron Man 3 featured a character that was going by the moniker of the Mandarin, but it turned out that he was a British. Oh, oh, don't spoil it. Don't. Hey, 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 hey. He was a British hey, I haven't seen savant. That, don't spoil it. Full of, full of wisdom and oh, great man. evil. Why'd you got to do that? He was full of evil. No, no, I, I, uh, uh, one. Yeah. So WandaVision, WandaVision is uh, uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision. That's going to be spring of 2021. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. If you haven't seen. Uh, yes, on that If you title. haven't seen Iron Man 3, I, 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 don't know, I, I don't know what to do. I can't help you. I just can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> any comments on Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Because all I can say is if you've been paying attention to any of the politics over the past four years, we already live in the Multiverse <laughs> of Madness. Um, there's, there's definitely a layer. There's definitely uh, a layer uh, there. Um, I, I'm excited for that one. I, I like, <laughs> I like the Doctor Strange, and I like the psychedelic style, like of those movies. Oh, um, so I, I'm, I, yeah. that's that and, actually. That's and for those of you who, forward to. yeah, and and for those of you who have done ayahuasca, <laughs> uh, you'll get. Which it. I have not. So I, uh, I just, yeah, Loki, yeah, I only have you to rely on to tell me about it. Well. It, well, as soon as we get to listener number eight, <laughs> maybe we'll be able to take a trip to Ecuador. 
Uh, Loki is going to uh, have his own show. Uh, Dan Hiddleston. Tom. Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Tom, thanks. Uh, Spring 2021, there's going to be a Loki show. Uh, then uh, there's going to be a what if show. Now, if you don't know, do you know about the what if comics? Yeah, I do. I used to collect them. Yeah. So I, I, um, I definitely owned a few what if comics when I was a kid and yes, I I love that, that the concept of that show is great. So go and tell them. Yeah. So, so if you have it like Brightburn, Brightburn is basically like a, like what if Superman was really a psychopath? You know, what if, what if Spider-Man, did you see uh, that movie Brightburn? You know, Tangent, I tangent. I saw I, that. I, I saw that uh, preview for it. It looked yeah. kind of interesting, but uh, I was just wondering. Okay, yeah, I have not either. No, uh, yeah. So, so it's basically like, what if uh, Superman landed in Nazi Germany, right? What you know? It, it, so it's interesting stories that are told from these different perspectives. Uh, that's going to be a Disney Plus TV show. Uh, then there's going to be a Hawkeye. That, that TV one is show animated. The What If Show is animated. They announced also. So that was the only one that will. Oh, that's the only one okay. that will be animated. Yeah, I think they're going to use the actual voices of the characters from the movies, but it'll be animated as a show. Well, that's cool. And then finally, November fifth, twenty twenty one, Thor: Love and Thunder, directed by the guy who did Thor. Rangarok. I don't know how to say his name, like Tiki Waititi uh, or something, something like that. I'm not even going to try it, man. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'll fuck it up. But, uh, but yeah, the, but, but they're going to bring back uh, Natalie Portman and she's going to take the Thor hammer from uh, Thor himself. I'm, I'm excited about this. A couple of notable missing uh, things. Blade uh, doesn't really have a, a timeline on there. Blade the vampire. They're not bringing back Wesley Snipes. I, uh, if you really want to see something funny, uh, have you have you seen uh, Wesley? Uh, who was it? The guy that was in? Uh, oh God, I can't think of his name. He's uh, the comedian guy. He was in Blade Trinity, but he talks oh, about Ryan Reynolds. Uh, like Blade Deadpool Trinity. Ryan Reynolds. And, no, 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 no. The other guy. Uh, no, no, no. The, the small uh, chubby guy. I don't know. Uh, I forget uh, Blade Trinity, but I, anyway. I think they. Okay, so they cast. Uh, anyway. They cast. Uh, was it Marshala Ali? Is that how you say his name? He's, yeah. I think he's brilliant for the role of Blade. Like, I mean, it, that would be the ideal choice to replace Snipes. I mean, Snipes obviously was great himself, um, but I, I think they got a, but he's I crazy. think they got a slam dunk on this one as far as uh, recasting the role of Blade. Yeah. So notice notable uh, things that are not uh, here, which is uh, kind of interesting. We don't have Guardians of the Galaxy three because uh, James Gunn is currently making uh, the Suicide Squad two. So no Guardians of the Galaxy 3, no Spider-Man 3, no, uh, what else? Uh, that's no, well, the, oh, yeah, no, they didn't uh, mention Spider-Man yeah. 3. And they, um, they mentioned, they said Black Panther 2, but they didn't have a date on that one either. No like information on it. Yeah, Black Panther 2 is not, is not on this list either. But at least we have our Marvel fix till the end of 2021. Yeah. So... Uh, and then, and then I, in 2021, I, uh, I have, we have a whole new cycle of movies because 2021 will begin the four Avatar movies. And um, and then every other year from then on, they're going to be doing a Avatar Star Wars switcheroo. So it's going to be Avatar Star Wars movie, Avatar Star Wars movie for the rest of life. If if uh, if <laughs> until if one of the franchises dies, that, that would be they're going to keep doing it. <laughs> Please. Yeah. You know, look, I, I mean, I like. The, the loss of Star Wars was the greatest, like, it was the greatest heartbreak in my life. It really was. Like, just, there was, there came a moment when I really just looked at this whole situation and went, no, this is, like, morally wrong. You can't, I cannot support this anymore. I gotta, 
I got to bail. So uh, I wish the Star Wars universe well. I really do. But I have such small hopes for this new one. It, uh, in fact, did they, did they even have like a panel? Was, that, was there even like any Star Wars information? That's funny. Uh, I didn't even think you about know, that. It got it, so overshadowed by Marvel. I, I don't think yeah. so. They did have a Terminator panel. And the biggest news of all of Comic-Con is, I mean, you, you already know it, but not everybody knows this, but John Connor. The actor Edward Furlong that portrayed John Connor in Terminator 2 is coming back, probably in DH CGI form, <laughs> to reprise his role as John Connor. And that, that has me over the moon excited. Yeah, we'll see. That could go either way. The preview wasn't even very good. So the trailer wasn't very good, but I, I, I yeah. like some of the news that came out. But we'll, we'll see. That movie could totally flop and be terrible. Yeah, at this at this stage, like really where I'm at, uh, I, I love being around my son. I love being around my wife. I love uh, the Marvel movies and I love the marketing geeks. That's that's it, man. That's all the lineup I need. Well, the, la- my, the last movie that I'm excited right for down. this entire summer comes out today, I think. Uh, and that's the new Quentin Tarantino mm-hmm. film, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And so I, I, yeah. I have to go check that out soon. I, I haven't really read the reviews. I don't even know how it's, uh, how it's doing, but, uh, I, I'm a big Tarantino fan. This is his second to last movie. I believe he's only got one more after this. So, uh, his plan was to do 10 movies and then yeah, that's, that's what he it. Says. And he still kind of claims he's going to stick to that. We'll see. Yeah. Well, you know, it depends if someone, I, I'll put it to you this way. If, uh, somebody rolls a dump truck full of money to his door and says, Star Trek, he'll go, hell yeah, I'll do 11. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, speaking of which, uh, Picard, that's actually something I'm also looking forward to. The Picard show looks fantastic. Uh, I can't wait to see that. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I missed waiting, all the, uh, I, I missed the I'm new info on, on that. Breath. Although I, I'm also, I mean, I was a big next generation fan as a kid. So, uh, I'm yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. This looks cool. legit, man. It looks legit. So, uh, before we close, I just want to, again, if you, uh, you know, plug the webinar the webinar will be available for a week after we first post it, we want everyone to come see it, see if it's valuable to you. We're putting together the presentation now. Hopefully it'll be entertaining. And if you hate, and if you hate movie news and news, news and marketing news, you can skip these episodes going forward and just stick with the interview. So this is, this is our way of keeping a certain level of integrity with the show so that we can, uh, we could do what we love to do. And also so that the people that don't want this information can have a way of getting just the interviews, just the pure content that way. And we're doing it for you folks, because you know what? It's double the work, but God damn it. We love you all. That's right. We do. And with that, another fine, fine episode of the marketing geeks what are you geeky about this week man we just went over it but anything else uh i talked a little bit about the that movie <laughs> i already forgot the name of the movie man the one with uh yep nope i got nothing <laughs> you put me on the spot okay. my brain failed uh, me i don't have a brain chip yet i need a brain chip you do you do I'll, i would learn dutch much faster i'm sure my dutch lessons are coming along i am learning dutch uh i uh i've been listening to conspiracy land podcast recommend it very very highly listen to it conspiracy land very well done um and aside from that so man, 
I'm, uh, oh, I, I'm reading the Dark Tower books. Oh, by very nice, very nice. Amazing. Yeah, so the one I was going to reference about what I'm geeky about is this movie called Under the Silver Lake. I talked about it, I think, on one of the prior episodes very briefly. It's available for free on Amazon Prime if you have a Prime subscription. And it's, uh, it's a very a polarizing movie. Some of you will hate it. Some of you will love it. Very heavily layered in metaphors, and it's got some amazing Reddit threads. If you like to, like, find symbolism and hidden meaning, it's a fun movie. We're waiting on your... We can't, we can't end it till you say your line, man. <laughs>